This is Coach BBG, and you're listening to Two Seater Radio. Two Seater. Two Seater. Two Steady 
with the crew, steady with the crew And you never liked it, and you never liked them My limbo gon' skirt, my crib ain't got served I got shit to lose, that shit make me nervous I got shit to lose, gotta keep my cool Gotta watch them dudes, can't let them come through I got shit to lose, hold away Another week, another day. Oh, yeah. who, who, you bring, who you bring to the uh, lounge with us this day? Uh, who can introduce yourself, yo? Uh, it's BBG, as they like to call me. Also, known as Bernard. Yeah, and this is really um, a redo episode. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin <laughs> Wallace, man, out there in Burbank. <laughs> Burbank. <laughs> You got a favorite episode so far? Um, I want to say Saeed's episode was probably my favorite. Or, because uh, I didn't really know his whole background. Like, I always seen him around and just like doing cool shit, but just like getting to, to 
Shout out to Saeed, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that Saeed. I think that joint really just, that joint picked up numbers. Yeah, yeah, quick. Yeah, super quick. Super so, quick. Shout out to Saeed. Thank you for, uh, you know, doing that. Um, yeah, man. So, what else? What, you kind of like, we're here, we're in July, and you kind of had been ghost the whole month of June. Yeah. Talk to, talk to <laughs> you about, about your uh, thoughts on social media and why you disappeared and deleted Instagram, Twitter, everything for the entire month of June. Like the past couple of months, it's just like I just was just tired of it. Like we live in a goddamn matrix, regardless. Like regardless, our everyday life is a matrix. But social media, it like amplifies that ten ten times. So I just had to get get out of that matrix and like really just live my real life and just have have those get back to those just simple interactions of just talking to people in real life and not being just distracted or like being on my phone like literally all day every day like at work coming home in a car like interacting with people at parties like. What did that um, time away from it? What you learn from it? Just to really appreciate the moment. Cause like, I, I experienced some good moments that we ain't gonna really talk about on this show. But like, definitely just appreciate the moment. Like, cause shit can go go up for you in a lot of different ways. Um, and it might, like, when I was just telling you, I had to lock in and focus on other shit. Cause it's like, especially with my career-wise, I really wanted to lock in and just focus on like what the next next steps are. So, yeah, speaking on, I guess, career-wise, I guess, what is it that you want to be getting? What is, what, is, what are you passionate about right now? Where do you, you want to take, take, take it? Career-wise, career I definitely want to make artist management my full-time job, um, especially for the up-and-coming artists out of Philly, because we have a lot of talent, but they just don't have the right guidance to, like, point them in the right direction and what, what, what will work for them. We have a ton of talented rappers, R&B singers, and just singers in general that can really come out of Philly and just take it further than Philly, but they don't really see it yet. What do you feel like being in Los Angeles, like how do you think that affects your perspective on what's going on in the real time, like on a national, large level, and like being able to still see Philly from a local level, what do you think, where's the disconnect? Um, I want to say the disconnect is just, I guess in Philly we be Everybody, they don't, everybody wants to be like standoffish and unapproachable. In LA, everybody's very approachable. It may come off as being fake and like people have ulterior motives, but you just have to go in with uh, the, the level head just to know like, yo, my intentions are good. So if I'm giving out that energy, I'm hoping I'm gonna receive that back and just go with that mindset. But in Philly, even if you do have that mindset, you're not going to get that back it's not enough of it to go around. It's not enough at all. So, so where, do, where do women better at? What's up? Philly woman or LA woman? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to speak with that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you a virgin for <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you a virgin for the chase. I'll definitely say LA. I'll definitely oh, say LA. Oh, man. Why? Because they bring a different energy and there's what you, there's, what there's you a think? lot of free spirits in LA. What you think? Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely probably say only LA women because like sometimes like LA is a transplant city. I think people in LA have more of an open, a larger view, more of an open mind. Um, you can't you can't be as weird as fast to an LA woman as you would be to a woman. <laughs> like anytime I want to do something new, do something new, listen to something new. 
I'm he was some shit. Three, I'm I'm a weirdo and I feel like in LA it's like more like, oh, <laughs> bring me to it. Like what's going on? What's going on? Like, you're open to being introduced oh, to new cool. things. And I, I really appreciate that. But I love Philly Roman. No, it keeps you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what's up, Brian? What's your, where, where your picks at? I mean... I'm torn. Yeah, I, I fuck with I fuck with Philly bitches. I fuck with LA bitches too. <laughs> I can't call it. I don't you know. Don't have no one mm -hmm. I love them all the same. Bro. The political right. Yeah, I love them all the same, bro. <laughs> like, so for those that don't know, right? Rand and Bernard, they they brothers, right? So like, I mean. Rand is really the bad guy in Vanessa. Yo, what? <laughs> the way this conversation just turned, like, oh, I'll uh, be politically clear. I don't want y'all to get confused. Yo, like, it's it crazy. You know what I'm saying? I know the Rand <laughs> is, is on this show for every train. <laughs> Good and bad is all subjective. Yeah, like on the music tip beyond like the local scene though, what 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 you listening to? What you paying attention to? Beyond what? What beyond, scene, LA like, or Philly? Well, alright, let, let's start it like this. Put us on a three things going on the LA scene right now that you think the country should be paying attention to. Um, so it's definitely one artist that we know of, but not really in like the country. Buddy is definitely an artist that people should pay more attention to out of LA. Um, Shout the, out homie, to the homie Wale about to drop a tape. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Wale. Out to, not DC Wale. <laughs> yeah. the, the little homie out of LA. Y'all gonna, gonna hear him soon, soon enough. Um, <laughs> the Wale and, um, There's another, okay, I'll do a same. Uh, Joyce Rice. Okay. She's been an extremely talented singer, and I know she's about to drop something soon as well. So you definitely gotta look out for her. So and then, uh, yeah, on a large level beyond LA, what do you what are you paying attention to right now? Music. Honestly. Not much. We had a month off for the social. What was you and I, was, I, was, I was doing a lot of reading. Okay, okay. So, um, so drop some knowledge. What should we be reading right now? I just finished a book about negotiation because, you know, we're trying to make sure that bag is right when the time comes. Um, I just finished another book by Trevor Newell, uh, Noah, uh, Life of a Crime, just talking about his experiences like growing up in South Africa. I didn't really know his like, whole story. Right now. So it was definitely an, an eye-opening thing. Um, and right now, this is like a random book that um, Kev actually suggested to me. And I was like, all right, I might as well just check it out. It's called Lost Connections. And it's just about how um, people deal with depression and anxiety um, just from it's different causes. Um, some of them could be social media. Some of them could be... They deal with it using social media? Just like what causes depression oh, yeah, and anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Like social media, like a real-life trauma, like somebody has passing away or something. Yeah. Uh, like a, some type of significant event in your life. But mm -hmm. that's like the three books that I've just been reading uh, within the past month. Yeah, so for all our listeners, if you're a reader, you just got three, like for the rest of your summer, put it on your list and knock them jobs out by like the end of September. It's like, you definitely want to read The Lost Connection. No, no, go ahead. Because I, I only said that just because, like, I do notice, and that's why I commend you for taking that month off. Like, I notice that I'm so used to social media, so such a part of my every day, my every moment, that, like, I'm noticing how it does shift my energies. Like, if I see too much of one type of thing, it really does, like, 
on my day, you know what I'm saying? I could feel the energy. Like I log out the app, but I still I'm still carrying that weight. So um, you know what I'm saying? I think just being more conscious of like the effects of what I'm doing will help me to wean off of it more, so that I can utilize it in a more healthy manner. And I feel like I still knew what was going on. Like people still sent me stuff like in the group chat, like, and I still kept up to what was going on, but I really wasn't in it every day. Like people still kept me in the like the like little memes and stuff was going on. Like I missed the whole future John, like I'm good luck, but like <laughs> I was I was aware of what was going on. Um, I guess to write this John up, uh. You're someone who we we know personally that's just that sets goals for themselves, uh, make sure he's accomplishes them. Like moving to LA, you had that goal probably like a year or two before you went out there. You took the necessary steps. So to people out there that that have big plans, they want to do things, but they just don't know how to get started. What would you tell that person or those those people? Um, I would definitely say you really want to manifest whatever goal you have. Uh, just to write it down first write it down because I wanted to go to LA um, because I used to travel there a lot and I was like, yo, I got to get out here. I got to move here. So I wrote it down in my journal um, probably like two or three times once I get it. Like a year later, I was like, all right, I'm going to make it happen. And I just figured it out and made it happen. But it's also, if you write it down, you also have to take the necessary steps. Um, do your research, Google, reach out to your mentors and figure out ways to, to make, make it feasible and just really put, put steps um, and energy behind the words that you placed, um, wrote down. And what about somebody that might be just scared? Like, what, what do you say about, like, fear of making a decision or a major move? Very good question. And it's funny, because I was just listening to a podcast. That's another thing I've just been doing. I've been listening to a lot more podcasts as well. Um, there's an old podcast from, um, Rap Radar. They had, uh, Anthony Slade. Okay. Um, I've heard that one. Artist manager that I really look up to. But, um, was saying and everyone should like realize this like fear isn't real um, like danger is real like if somebody puts a gun to your head like that's a real thing like that's danger like that's dangerous but fear is all mental it's all everything you, like I'm like you're like somebody's afraid to ask for advice or something but that's something that they built up in their head that's not real it's not something tangible so just don't be fearful it's not a real thing that's what it is. Yo, what's up, Grant? You don't got nothing unless you, you need to be the people? I don't got nothing, bro. You been good, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. What's up, dog? <laughs> proud of y'all guys, man. Hey. For real, dog. Likewise. I, I want this episode to be sentimental, but I got to say that you, I got two people in the booth right now I love with all my heart, yo. That's what it is. And I'm glad that, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for these two people right next to me, none of this ride that y'all hearing yeah. wouldn't exist. So this is like a special episode. Muddy Taylor, please don't lose this
I smell my roses younger than the good die. The Illuminati couldn't see me with their good eye. They think they Heath Ledger scary, they just Jack Nichols. I'm assigned to my city like the bat signal. Young chosen one, golden boy, De La Hoya. It ain't too many me's, rest in peace to Vern Troyer. I was younger than I seemed as a kid. I mean my G17, 18 in the head. I mean I'm only 25, but I'm Motown 25. Bet I get a statue in my hometown when I die. And rhyme you done. I'm expecting resignation and open investigation on all of these paid vacations for murderers. Face. I want the neck, but the sex, that's my pace. 
I love Chase, no Vinny. Dumb bitch can't get a penny. Threw a party at the parent house, got a bathroom looking like Whitney's. Gang gang sit so much, do an x ray, said in Guinea. Stop a little bitch, my rude kiss, took a little bitch out the Denny's. Ah, bitches ain't close. Nigga that I was trying to get a hug. Hey, I was that same young nigga that I was trying to find love. Hey, I was that same young nigga that I was trying to get a hug. Hey, I was that same young nigga that I was trying to find love. Now look at the holes on my dick. Look at the gold on my wrist. Look at the gold on my bitch. Look at the doors on my whip. When I up this chop, when I up this chop, I make you fall like a bitch. I'ma pull it with a mop, I'ma pull it with a mop. And I'ma put holes in that bitch. Look when I was 16, found out my girlfriend wasn't no keeper. This wasn't shit. 17, walked in on a bit from the church, sucking up the preacher. And I ain't been back. Hey, 18, I was down back, $30 for the feature. Should've took it. 19, dropped out of college and I fucked my high school teacher. Shut up, miss. Then I turned 20. I turned 20. Started winning. Nigga, we made it. Now I keep hunting in my bowl like I'm winning. Winning the poops. Hey, I don't share my hoes, bitch, I'm stingy. Bitch, I'm stingy. And I look out for my bros, I got plenty. I got plenty. I was that same young nigga that was trying to get a hug. Trying to get a hug. Hey, I was that same young nigga that was trying to find love. Bitch. Hey, I was that same young nigga that was trying to get a hug. Trying to get a hug. Hey, I was that same young nigga that was trying to find love. Bitch. Now look at the holes on my dick. Bitch. Look at the gold on my wrist. Look at the gold on my bitch. Look at the dolls on my whip. Get this. I'm up this chop. I'm up this chop. I'm up this chop. I'm up this chop.